Well, you guessed it. Season 5, Part 2 of Seven Deadly Sins is everything we expected it to be. And we cannot wait to put this baby to bed. But we're going to talk about it, not fondly, this week on Shonen and Suds. Cody. I, I can't even get excited. I can't <laughs> get excited this week. How the hell are you, man? Oh, uh, Chris, I'm good. I am good. Man. I'm glad that we are done. We never have to watch an episode of Seven Deadly Sins again. By that, I mean I will never watch an episode of Seven Deadly Sins again if it do, if it's not included in season one. Yeah. And yeah. even then, like the, the, the memory might just be too painful. Yep. Yeah, 100%. And I've already seen season one like three times. I am good. I have... Yeah, you are good. I, I may I might have one more viewing of season one in me before I finally close the door, lock it, and burn the house down. But of course, you know, we'll get to all our ranting and raving here in a minute. But of course, welcome back to the next episode of Shonen and Suds. Episode 63, you said, Cody? Yep, 63. Perfect, perfect. And I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I'm Cody Snodgrass. And again, like we said, we're covering Season 5, Part 2, the last episodes, uh, actual episodes, of Seven Deadly Sins. And Cody, it fucking sucked. I wish, I genuinely wish I could find something good to say about it. But like I had said, like, we're we're just, we're, this show was on life support, in my opinion, after Season 4. And we're just, we're the family that doesn't want to let go. Or I don't know what it is. Not we, because I, 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 was, I was ready to pull the plug after season two, truthfully. But like, the animation quality goes to shit. The story just is just non-existent at this point. And like, Escanor took the easy way out, man. Like, I was like, thank God. But like, what happened was, by the time it got to him dying... I was so over him talking about how this is going to kill him and we know this is going to kill him. You know, I just, I was, I was so, I was just so fucking done with this show after the first episode and we'll get into all that, but man, man, fuck Cody. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm hot. I'm coming in hot, but you know what? We're going to, we're going to dial it back a little bit. You know, we're going to, we're going to calm down because we got good news to talk about. You know, we got a full, uh, World Heroes trailer, which, I mean, that comes out in theaters in a couple weeks, so I'm really excited to go see that. Uh, tickets are on sale now, but we'll, we'll cover all that in the news. Um, you know, Cowboy Bebop's right around the corner. We got to see a Resident Evil trailer that looks like it doesn't suck. Metroid Dread's coming out tomorrow. Cody, I've got a lot to be happy about, so I'm not going to let this shit rain on my parade. That's a good way to put it, Chris. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to turn the ship around pretty soon here. Um, oh yeah absolutely because we've got you know one more week of this but we'll cover that when we get towards the end talking about what we've got upcoming and kind of give you our timeline basically going through the holidays by holidays i mean through thanksgiving but um cody all this rant and ravens bringing my piss to a boil and i need something refreshing that's going to cool me down but and i'm sure you do too so i need to know what you're drinking all right chris we're on to flavor number three of the Corona Limonadas. This mm-hmm. week I got the strawberry flavor. I was choosing, I was debating between strawberry and grapefruit. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, I'm not a big grapefruit fan. I don't, I don't, I never eat grapefruit. I don't, you know, it's, it's, my, it's my last option out of the, 
out of the out of the party pack we got here. So uh, we're in a post-apocalyptic world. The only fruit left on the planet is grapefruit, and even then, you've got to think about it. Dude, Chris, actually, even speaking about grapefruit, like we're we're going a little side tangent here. My mom, yeah. when I was a kid, I remember my mom like got on like you know those like diets that don't actually work, but like. They're like, just eat grapefruit and drink water and you'll lose a hundred pounds. I swear to God, that's what my mom would do. (laughs) She was eating like a grapefruit, like half for breakfast and half for lunch. And I would just sit there with like a nice bowl, like Captain Crunch or something and just watch her and be like, you look miserable. Like, why are you doing that? (laughs) Oh Oh my God. That's like the, it was like the middle-aged white person's like dream diet. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) just eat this type of food and drink water. And like, I, I, I guess technically you will lose weight, but like. That's no way to live. At what cost? Yeah, like, At what cost? But yes, yeah, so maybe that's what ruined grapefruits for me is watching my mom suffer through eating those for you know a week or two or however long it lasted. Um, but no, <laughs> it only, that's only how long it lasts. It's always like two weeks before like fuck this. I need a hamburger. Yeah, one hundred percent. But with all that being said, the Corona Limonadas, once again, very refreshing. The strawberry flavor, one of my favorites for sure. I don't know mm-hmm. if it is my favorite. I'm trying to think. It's pretty good. Definitely definitely up there. Um, and nice. it helps wash away the bad taste of Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, man. You need man. it. But, Chris, what are, you, uh, what, what are you drinking today? So I've got a fun one, Cody. I need to know, what's your stance on mayonnaise? What's my stance on mayonnaise? Yes. Uh, like, do you like it on sandwiches? Do you know, is mayonnaise a condiment that when it's like, all right, I got a sandwich, I've got a, either a burger, or a chicken sandwich, steak and cheese, whatever is like mayonnaise, like the condiment that you need for that sandwich? Well, I, I use mayonnaise for sure. And like tuna salad, I use that. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, do it's... you have a brand that you're loyal to? Is there like a loyal? Oh, I'm a Hellman's. Hellman's for sure. Okay. I believe that must Hellman's. be a Midwest thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm more of a mayonnaise than a... a Miracle Whip guy, if that if that helps. Okay, p- perfect. Yes, it does. It does. Miracle Whip can fuck off unless you're making, like, like the white salsa that you see at Mexican restaurants. Miracle Whip is actually the base for those. Really? Yes. Yeah, that's where that sweetness comes from. Not only do we get beer lessons, we get salsa lessons, we get mayonnaise lessons, Chris. Indeed. You're just well, a wealth I said of knowledge. The... <laughs> Indeed. Well, the reason I said that, so I'm drinking a beer... From Champion Brewing Company, it's a um, it's a brewery out of um, Charlottesville here in Virginia. Well, you said you're a Hellman's guy. The the only like, you know when you get down past the Mason Dixon line side of the uh, Mississippi, the only mayonnaise is Dukes. Dukes is the one. Dukes is the best mayonnaise. If you're not using Dukes, then you can just fuck right off. <laughs> But uh, Chris, I don't so, think I've ever even heard of Duke's mayonnaise. I'm going to look, uh, it, Dukes up. Is, I'm gonna look Dukes it up is, while you're telling you. Please head. do. Well, the beer I've got today, Cody, is a collaboration with Duke's mayonnaise and Champion Brewing Company. Now, don't don't there's not mayonnaise in the beer, but it's called Family Recipe. It's a Marzen style lager, which is basically your your the simple way to put it is like it's your Oktoberfest style lager. Because, I mean, we're, we're coming down the home stretch of Oktoberfest. Well, actually, no, Oktoberfest is like kind of like now, like. This this is the the season for Marzen style lagers. Um, and where Marzen comes from, Marzen is the German word for March, which is typically lagering season. Usually, I want to say these beers were. I thought my history serves me correct. The beers were brewed over uh, during the winter and stored because uh, back before commercial refrigeration, usually when they would brew um, beer, 
it would be stored in caves, you know, at colder temperatures during the winter. So the beer would uh, ferment. Um, now, Cody, to I, I'm going to wrap all this up, but there's two types of beer. There's only two types of beer, but there's tons of styles. The two types of beers are ales and lagers. Ales use a top fermenting yeast and lagers use a bottom fermenting yeast and lagers typically ferment and brew at colder temperatures. Hence is why they're brewed typically in the winter, they're stored in caves, and they're brought out for March. Marzen-style lagers. Um, but for some reason, they became very popular around Oktoberfest, and I want to say that has to deal with, like, weddings and getting peasants involved. Like, there's just a lot of history behind it. I don't know all the full details there, but I said all that to say this. This is a Marzen-style lager called Family Recipe. It's basically just like a collaboration with Dukes, because Dukes is... Duke's mayonnaise is a family recipe dating back to like 1917 in the great state of green, uh, great city of Greenville in South Carolina. Uh, um, by, uh, I want to say it was created by Eugenia Duke. I, I fucking love it. Um, but it's just, it's just kind of a fun, like the whole idea is like you drink one of these beers, you pair it with like a tomato and mayonnaise sandwich, which is like kind of like a, I don't like it because I don't really like the texture of tomatoes, but it's kind of like a, a southern southern summertime fall like delicacy. You're like, hey, I want a sandwich, a little bit of black pepper, slice up a tomato, put some mayonnaise on it, put it between two pieces of white bread and go to town and wash it down with one of these. So just a I took the long way to say it's just a solid amber, you know, Oktoberfest style lager, but just a fun like collaboration because. You know, when I first, I was like, don't fucking tell me they've put mayonnaise in the beer. And I'm trying to think like, well, dairy, bacteria, lacto. I'm just, start, I start thinking towards like the, you know, like the, like I start getting behind the science of it. And then I'm like, that just sounds fucking gross. And it turns out it's not that at all. So. Very interesting. Another wonderful beer lesson from Chris Adams, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Chris. So yeah, Dukes is the mayonnaise to go for. As soon as you started talking about mayonnaise, I had to look up Dukes, and then I found this picture of this guy. I don't know if you're looking at the Discord, but... Oh, I'm about to be. It's this Clemson fan just wolfing down a giant jar of Dukes mayonnaise, like mid... Dude! Oh my god, that's so gross! <laughs> like the but whole people time... eat this shit like in like food competitions. Just straight mayonnaise? I, I could probably do it, but I wouldn't be like thrilled about it. Dude, have you seen, like, so, okay, so there's people, like, that competitive food eaters, like, just straight mayonnaise is one of, like, the things that they eat, and I want to say the record holder is this lady. She's actually, like, a, like, she's not, like, this mongloid-looking person, like, <laughs> your mind would immediately go to. She's actually, like, a good-looking gal who just, like... She's just a competitive eater who's just just a machine. Just a mayonnaise um, machine. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually gonna see the. Uh, yeah, she's the mayonnaise machine. I'm I'm gonna find a. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna find. Uh, it's right <laughs> here. It's right here. Let me. Uh... While you're looking that up, Chris, I I do know like, like like you mentioned the mayonnaise and tomato sandwich, which I couldn't. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I could ever, like, commit to that. Like, maybe, like, a BLT. Right? Yeah, there you go. I just posted it in the Discord. Yeah, uh, BLTs as well. Like, that's kind of common. Yeah. But no. That, yeah, I see. Jesus. She's got, like, five jars in front of her. That's Dude, uh, she, she's, like, the world record holder. People just love their mayonnaise, apparently. Man. 
Interesting. Yeah, that, hell of a tangent. Like, I would rather talk about that than fucking Seven Deadly Sins Season <laughs> 5. That's a, that's how how bad this show is. That I'd rather <laughs> talk about world record-eating mayonnaise than an anime <laughs> on an anime podcast. Yeah, it, it's pretty bad, Chris. Um, but uh, as you mentioned before, uh, before we went on our little mayonnaise rant there, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned the World Heroes trailer. Uh, what did, I, <sighs> Dude, I I am hyped for this. I think this looks like it could possibly be the best My Hero movie. Well, um, guess what, Cody? We're gonna watch it. Anything to delay? Because I haven't watched it yet. I've watched like the initial teaser. Oh man, it's so it's I'm actually cool. gonna watch it right now. Well, Chris, you you throw that on, and and I'll talk a little bit about it. Um, but we get to see. Basically, another look at, like, Deku and Bakugo and Todoroki's, like, sweet new, like, spy costumes. Um, mm-hmm. That's... And we get to see our, our villain, who basically just, like, a rip-off of Osmosis Jones. The mm-hmm. Classic animated film, if you guys want to watch of that. Of course. I believe it's now on Netflix and Hulu. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I think it looks pretty good there's like bombs that have been set all over the world and like the heroes basically have i want to say it's two hours to find all the bombs and like essentially you know save the world get mm-hmm. the crown save the town you know the, you know the drill at this point um oh yeah all right i got i got a plan now will you enjoy that chris i i'm uh, it's looking like we're going to be covering the film on the 4th of november which it comes out friday mm-hmm. october 29th um we're kind of just going to be spitballing it though because yeah, because we're going we're gonna to record it basically like the week after we see it in theaters. We're both going to go see it opening weekend. Not together, obviously, because, I mean, if, if I could just get on the plane and fly out to Kansas just to, to watch a movie, I'd yeah, do it. Yeah, you just hop on the red eye to, to St. Louis and boom. That's right. Hey, I did it to go to Los Angeles. I'll do it again. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it... It, it has potential. Uh, getting to see, like, Hawks and all the other heroes in action, I'm, Dude, I'm really excited. this is like a Mission Impossible type thing. Yeah, it gives definitely gives you those vibes. Uh, obviously, we got the new James Bond film coming out this Friday. Oh, so man. Might go see that as well, just to, just to get me prepared for all, my, all the spy shenanigans they're going to be doing here. But I think the coolest thing is, like, at the end, and obviously I'm not too far into season five of My Hero... But at the end, it looks like Deku is like. Slain, I don't know how like... I feel about the villain yet, but I mean, he he doesn't look that cool. But we'll see what uh we'll see what happens in the actual movie. Dude, he's very Osmosis Jones. He's very, you know, very much very so. blue, like. <laughs> and uh... oh, I bet this movie's gonna look so fucking good while we're watching it. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Like that scene where like Deku's like got the guy on the bridge and it's moving around. Dude, I can't imagine what that's gonna look like. When it looks like he's like slinging like. Almost like Spider-Man webs, like yeah. And I and I don't, I don't know if that's like a new power-up of his. Obviously, like I said, I'm not too far into season five. I don't read the manga, mm-hmm. so it looks cool though. I, yeah, I'm, like I love the whole like there's bombs around the world. Let's uh oh fuck we got a we got some Ethan Hunt fucking Mission Impossible. Um, I'm a little confused as to why they're going to like. Man, you've got this great crop of heroes at UA. Nope, fuck it, the kids. We got the kids. Let's go for the kids. Yeah, you don't you don't need anybody else. They're they're the prospects. They're the up and comers. You know, All Might's retired at this point. Yeah, we don't we don't need Aizawa. We don't need you know we don't need the like established heroes to go on this globe trotting adventure to save the world. But we got three kids. Yeah, Endeavor. Like, where's he at? What, what, oh, he... he's he's too busy getting his ass beat. <laughs> that that may be true. Uh, 
but yeah, we're going to be covering that the week of November 4th, so. Yeah, it looks good. I highly looks encourage really, you guys really to go good. check that one out. Like like Chris mentioned earlier, yeah. the tickets are on sale now. I'm looking at dates. Looks like we got subbed and dubbed coming, which is nice. And I don't, I, I don't know which one I want to see. I probably want to see it dubbed just because I like, look, go fuck yourself. I like <laughs> dubbed anime. Like, bad voice acting is sometimes funny. I don't need to, like, if the voice acting sucks, then I'll watch it subbed. But, like, sometimes it's funny. But I think My Hero has good voice acting. I enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I th- I, I prefer dubbed. That's the reason I think we've waited so long for My Hero to watch season yeah. five anyhow. Like, I just yeah. prefer dubbed My Hero. And yeah, I'm sure I, like I, all I, can, I can hear people closing out the podcast and leaving us, like, a one-star iTunes review right well, now. That's fine. We will, like we will gladly accept it. <laughs> that's right. I will keep on trucking. But you know, I like All Might's voice. I like the fact that he's just this over the top superhero when he's like in his suit when he's when he's having to be like on stage basically. You know, even Hulk Hogan had to be like brother and dude while he was, you know, on camera, but he was probably he was probably brother and dude when he wasn't on camera, but I'm just saying. <laughs> But you got you got to dial it up to eleven when you're on, and I like I like being able to notice that. Like if I could speak fluent Japanese, I'd probably enjoy subbed a lot more because it's hard for me to get the inflection. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that I I think just over the years, and I, I've mentioned this before, but I think like modern day anime dubs are much much better done. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Except for use Eden of the East. Um, you're just yeah, a problem. They can go to hell. Um, <laughs> That's just a bad anime. <laughs> Speaking of bad anime, Chris, I think we've rambled. Cody, you couldn't have, that's right, you couldn't have segued that any better. We've rambled long enough. we got to talk about... Actually, the episode. The episode's name actually is very uh, very nice here. The end of a long journey. Uh, a long, shitty journey. That. I wish, because, Cody, the end of this long journey felt longer than the rest of the fucking journey. I struggled to get through this. Like, I'm not even kidding. This, it was hard because, you know, and we'll kind of dive into it because, like, it starts out pretty okay, right? Like, the first episode's okay because we think they, you know, we everything's kind of, like, wrapping up. Yeah, we... But... We, oh. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, we think they've beaten the Demon King. Like, we think we're... Now all we got to do is figure out this curse, figure out where, you know, Zelda's mm-hmm. ran off to, and that's pretty much mm-hmm. it. Like... Tie a bow on it, but uh, instead of that, we get twelve more episodes. Thirteen more episodes, yeah. Of of what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, and uh, like like I said, it, so it picks up. We think they've beaten the Demon King. Um, mm-hmm. The Dociel, the one Archangel who I don't even remember what the fuck he did. He starts fading away. He's dying. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. See you later. Uh, don't care. Uh, and then basically they're like, oh, well, how we're gonna how are we gonna you know, cure Elizabeth's curse. Like, she's supposed to die, I think, after three days of regaining her memory. I'm pretty sure it's been mm-hmm. like 15 weeks at this point. But it's been it's been at least a week. It's yes, been man. one week since <laughs> memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Perfect. Oh, man. Um, but, of course, they come up with this, like, bullshit reason. Oh, my God. Which, like, if this was where the show ended, like, we could we could be like, yeah, that's a BS reason, but, you know, it's fine, whatever. But Meliodas is like, oh, I've awakened my intrinsic powers. And like, get the fuck out of here. He like turns into this other form, which I I don't know how he got this. They like brush it by the, like he got it when he was fighting his dad. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And then 
like Merlin like pulls up the curses and he just fixes both his and Elizabeth's curse. Just snap of his fingers, problem solved. Yeah. And then uh everybody goes back to Leonis and everybody's celebrating. Which which is odd that like okay, man. This is one of those things where I hate bullshit power-ups or bullshit abilities just for the sake of trying to move the story forward instead of just ending the fucking story at like the logical point. And this is one of them. And we see again, we see more of that with kind of kind of we see kind of more of that with Escanor, but like it was literally just a plot device to keep making shitty episodes. Yeah. And I, I guess I should mention that uh, Meliodas does free Gelda, who's mm-hmm. not to be confused. The with vampire. Gila. Yeah, it's Zeldris's uh Zeldris's lady. And, yeah. Uh, which we we kinda don't get to see Zeldris too much here. Um but we get to see way too much of him coming up, so don't worry. Oh my god. Don't worry. If you if you like Zeldris, buckle up, because you'll get to see plenty of him. But uh then like we go back to the boar's hat and Leonis and everybody's celebrating and like I'm when I say everybody, I mean like literally everybody. You got, you know, our boy Ray Chase, whatever his character's name is, couldn't tell you who it is. Uh, Gil, yeah, Gil Thunder. Yeah, Gil Thunder. Uh, the thing, and here's what sucks, Cody. I'm glad we can't remember their names because these great side characters have been just criminally underused for the oh. last like two seasons. Like Gila, Zeal, Jericho, like just mm-hmm. they're just literal filler characters. Um, yep. Very unfortunate, but like it seems like the show is coming to an end here. Like they're all having drinks. Getting drunk mm-hmm. at the uh, at the boar's hat, and then like you kind of see Meliota step out, and Bond kind of goes out to talk with him, and he's basically like, it makes it seem like Meliodas is like gonna die, or he has to like leave this world or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever, Chris. Because um, the show doesn't take the easy way out for anything, or the logical way out for anything. Yeah, and then we basically have to strap in for eleven more episodes, and basically. And- before we get there, Cody, can we just talk about how shitty, like, I feel like the animation has gotten worse. Cause I know there was like a switch from what season three to four or two to three. I don't remember, but there was a noticeable switch. And for some reason I felt like this season, especially the second half looked worse than anything else I had seen. Yeah. It's definitely taken a significant step down from like fucking nosedive three, like the Netflix mm-hmm. season three. I mean, before yeah. any, like seven deadly sins elitists come in here and they're like, no, that's not the real season three. Like uh, bah, bah, bah. relax. You probably should have turned the podcast off by now. Cause we're going <laughs> to, we're going to rip this thing to shreds. Um, yes. But yeah, the animation is definitely a step down. Honestly, Chris, you mentioned earlier, like the only good takeaways from this, um, it's pretty mm-hmm. much just the narrator. He is carrying the show quite literally on his back, and he has been for about two seasons now, because I have no idea what I'm watching, but at the beginning of every episode, and there's the recap, and I don't skip that. I skip the intro, because the intro sucks, um, but I listen to the recap, because he basically brings me up to speed with the last episode, mm-hmm. um, and he does it in a very like nice, short and sweet way, and it kind of makes sense, um, and helps me see past all these horrible plot lines that the writers decided to take, but uh, but yeah, I think the, the narrator is the only good thing about the show. Oh, absolutely. Um, but well, all that being said, um, the world's, like, starts to, like, go crazy, like, you got, like, 
the waves are crashing in, like the wind's picking up, and basically what's happening is the world's starting to like reject Meliodas because he's like the new demon king and he can't like stay on Earth. He has to like go back to the demon world, which apparently it, uh, I thought was purgatory, but it isn't purgatory. It's like its own world, so whatever I thought, I guess I thought wrong? I don't know. But um, basically Elizabeth agrees to go with Meliodas. Obviously they're like that's that's her man. Like they're not gonna you know separate from each other. So well, not 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 at this stage in the story. Of course not. Yeah. So they plan to go and like rule the demon world together. Um, and so when they go to head there, they like I think they have Merlin open like the gate to the demon world, and boom, Chris, a rock crushes Elizabeth. Dude, when this rock hit, I literally was like, yes, please be dead, like. Dead, dead. <laughs> no coming back. Remembering shit later. Just be roll credits, please. Fucking dead. And then, of course, you get to the next episode. I think it's the next episode. Actually, they they talk mm-hmm. a bunch in this episode. No one cares what they say. Um, but pretty standard stuff. For this uh, Merlin actually saves Elizabeth, and we see or we find out that the curse is back. So, um pretty much just scrap the last two episodes because they don't matter. Yes! God damn it! And yes! I, and I'm going to say this real quick. Merlin saves Elizabeth. We're just going to put a pin in that for mm-hmm. the other shitty story arc that we have later on. Um, so basically they realize the Demon King is still alive somehow and you know I, I don't know, Chris, what the hell's going on, but basically Cusack managed to like bag up the commandments him and uh whatever his buddy's name is i don't even know dude <laughs> cusack and the other guy yeah <laughs> the guy who was like the be- like the best villain the show had had in season one they're like no 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 they're like cusack is they're the two original demons oh yes no it's... fuck i was thinking uh i was thinking the I was, I was thinking the... You are thinking like humans. Henderson and like... And yeah, that's who I was thinking. Sorry, because all these characters' names start to run together because they don't use any of them. Oh, it's um, Cusack and Chandler. That's what it is. Yes, yes. Um, Cusack... Because they, they, they had fused, yeah. right? Yeah, they had okay, fused, yes. but they got separated by like one of like the Archangel's attacks, I believe. Um, yep. But basically, they have Zeldris and they have the Commandments, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we should like... I, I, they kind of come to like a disagreement. Cusack just kills Chandler. That's the name, Chandler. Yep. And uh, basically kills him, grabs Zeldris, bags up the commandments because they're just chilling out it in the open. It was so stupid. And runs him to a cave, puts all the commandments into Zeldris. Zeldris now being controlled by, I guess, the Demon King. Because uh, he he's like he's like bulkier and he's taller and he's got like this new form. Mm-hmm. He mercs Cusack. So Cusack, Chandler, both dead. Um, probably fantastic story writing right there. Like at least we've killed some people. Um, and then now this is the new Demon King, who we're uh <laughs> we're basically just gonna fight for the rest of the show. Uh, or so we would hope, Chris. Um, but he heads to the, the old Lake Salisbury. Uh, you know Salisbury, Ooh, Salisbury steak. steak. That's right. <laughs> and it turns out he like this helps him gain his full power. It's like a limitless magic wealth I, I don't know dude and pretty much for the next six seven episodes we just fight the demon king um 
the very unexciting fight. Uh, you mentioned Hendrickson being like one of the better villains. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Well, and what's crazy is like this fight is so boring and animated so poorly. It's like an '80s Saturday morning cartoon. Like everything was so stiff. It, it, it was just really, really boring to watch. Yeah, and of course he like summons Endura, who's like this big demon monster that, you know, doesn't matter at all. Um, mm-hmm. At one point, Endura, like, re- I think it's Endura that, like, breaks apart into these little, like, spider things. Mm-hmm. And then Merlin gives Bon his sacred treasure, which is, like, a- I think a pair of nunchucks or something. And he just, you know, he just dispatches all these things. But one gets away, Chris. One gets to Leonis. And we have, like, Gil Thunder, Ray Chase's character, and somebody else. I don't remember all these side characters' names because they don't ever use them ever again. Um, they can't defeat this one little portion of Endura, which I find very hard to believe because some of these guys were like main villains. Like Hauser, Gil- that's who you're thinking of. Hauser, yeah, thank you. Yeah, but like Gil Thunder was like the first villain. Like he was the first. Like he, this man stood up to Meliodas and actually like stood a chance a little bit. Yeah, like that. That's what really pisses me off too, Cody. Because like you know, I understand side characters in anime, like, it's kind of a trope. They all tend to kind of fade to the background. Like, we've been seeing it since Dragon Ball, right? But even in Dragon Ball, like, when by the time you got around to, like, Super, where they're at now, like, at least Tien and Krillin were, like, fighting still, right? Like, Yamcha's just kind of his own thing. You'll, I would never put Gil Thunder on, like, Yamcha tier of side characters. You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels like a slap in the face. Like, yeah. Uh... Like, they should have just—they should just have a meme of Gil Thunder just laying dead in the fucking crater, just like Yamcha. If that's how they're going to treat him, yeah, because that's basically what this spider thing is. It's like a Cyberman. It's like a portion yeah. of a big bad. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just—I don't know. And then of course Escanor comes and like saves him. Um, of course he does. But then like Escanor, he's lost his power, uh, which I mean, every anime trope in the world we know he's going to get his power back. So he of like, of course, he chats with Mael and yep. It's him a sunshine back, but now we, it's going to kill him. Yep. Um, for whatever reason. I, they they tried to explain it, and I just didn't care. Um, and yeah, so now Escanor, he shows up to the battlefield. Yeah, blocks the sword with his arm. Going all And crazy. it's just... He's got his fancy, like, Super Saiyan 4 version, uh, where he's oh, just quite literally just a giant engulfed in flames. Looks pretty cool. Probably the only good animation this whole show. Uh, this yes. whole season, right? excuse me. Because the next four or five episodes, I can't remember, Cody, because it's just all blurred together and it took forever. Because basically what we find out here is like, this is like, he can only use like this Omega sunshine power. He can only like, control it for like a minute or some shit. Uh, one very long minute, Chris. It's the longest fucking minute because it's four episodes. That's <laughs> two hours. But to be fair, Cody, and this is what, what I hate. We know he's going to die. They made that clear when he got his sunshine power back. But, I mean, obviously it's an anime. We're, we're thinking maybe they're going to save him. But they start making, they start beating it into your skull that this is going to kill him. And Escanor keeps reinforcing that this is it for me. Then we get, like, this long episode of his backstory that we don't fucking need right now. Yeah, This they... should have happened a long time ago. Escanor's backstory should have happened in, like, season three. When we met him. Yes, like we should after have got he was introduced to us. Yeah, when he's like, oh, who's this, like, scrawny bartender guy who can become super bulky? Mm-hmm. And, like, they probably could have gave us less 
backstory on Bond and Deanne because their backstory episodes weren't that good. No. Like not Deanne's at all. like, oh, I'm a dancing giant. No one mm. cares. No I one had a cares. nickel. Like literally no one cares. Uh you you literally get carried by King the entire show. Yes. Um, and yeah, like they just cram in some backstory at the end and like I, I just don't care. And then like another thing that I have an issue with is mm-hmm. So, like, Meliodas is standing, like, toe-to-toe with the Demon King, fighting him, mm-hmm. fighting his dad, taking over his brother, and, like, they always do this this thing each season where, like, they're like, no, everyone else stay out of it. And then, like, the Sins have to remind what, whoever is, like, acting. Rule the seven, babe. It's rule, rule seven. seven. <laughs> yeah, we never leave anybody behind. And then yeah, they do it. Rule seven. Sometimes we fight together. Then Escanor literally does the exact same thing, and then Meliodas tells him the exact same thing, and I'm like... You guys can't, like, we're not still it. using the same exact plot plot thing. Like, we're not still doing this, right? Like, just form your Megazord and defeat, you know, defeat Ivan Ooze or whoever you're fighting. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, I don't know, dude. It's just they do the same things over, like, oh, Big Bad, oh, I'll just fight him solo. Like, I know there's seven of us, and we have a hundred powerful side characters. That we'll never mm-hmm. use, but we'll just fight alone. Yeah, yeah, and and have like a real like, kind of like justifiable. When I say justifiable, like it's I use that term very loosely, but it's always like I can't put my friends in danger or something stupid. It's like, bitch, you've been. That's why you fight together to not put each other in danger. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just dog shit writing. That's yeah. that's all. I, that's the nicest thing I can I can say about it. Um. It was so bad. I'm trying to think of what else happens here, Chris. Like um, nothing. Escanor, like he he he's like his mustache is on fire, his hair is on fire, <laughs> and like all we know is he's still going toe to toe with real shitty animation. Like while they're fighting, it's like they'll punch each other. I felt like they used the same like scene like multiple times. Um, like even the animators wanted to just put this fucking baby to bed, mm-hmm. but um. I guess I remember. I guess we should mention there's also like a fight going on inside of Zeldris. Zeldris is basically like trying to like break free, so he's fighting inside of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, which, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and dude, I, I just don't know. I, I stopped think... caring about Zeldris a long time ago because I thought this whole thing was like supposed to be about the seven deadly sins versus the ten commandments. All of them either ended up killing each other or they turned good. Yep. Like, where was this eternal struggle, this holy war, all this bullshit that they were really, really, really talking about when this show first started? And it's just, it's just evolved or devolved, however you want to look at it, into just a bunch of fucking nonsense. Yeah, like, the only person that stays bad is the Demon King, and even, like, when they kill him... Like, he even's mm-hmm. kind of like a nice guy, and he's like, oh, my sons, or he says some dumb shit. Oh, get out of here. It was uh, so fucking stupid. But eventually, Zeldris breaks free out of his inner mm-hmm. body, whatever. They separate, um, and then, of course, the Demon King can just take control of whatever he wants, so he takes control of all of Britannia, the land. He turns into this giant, as I like to put it, or... I like to put it as very loosely here, too, also, Chris. He turns into this giant, like, vagina monster. Um, Mm -hmm. Quite literally looks like legs and then a giant opening. And, like, 
they hit him with their like Megazord attack. It, it reminded me of like of when all the Power Rangers put their weapons together to form like a sweet. Oh, they got a giant crossbow with like the swords on the <laughs> yeah. side. Yeah, yeah like, it reminded me of that. Except they just shoot their little beam, and then um, then we get like Escanor. Escanor's basically like they defeat the Demon King. Blah, don't care. Um, yeah. And now we've got our heartfelt Escanor goodbye, and this is what kills me, Cody. Like, they took so long to get here that the emotional sting is gone. They're like, it was more like, oh, he's fucking still alive? Yeah. Like, yeah. Get, it was it was more of a get on with it. And then they have to, I mean, I the only thing I liked about this scene was, A, it looked really cool. I like seeing kind of like the embers in his body start to kind of like melt away, essentially. The only good part here is I did like the whole thing with Merlin where she like scars herself so she can remember that he was real. The the only man who loved her, you know, that kind of thing. Like as you know, I thought that was like a cool scene, but again, the emotion it wasn't there. I because agree. this it just took so fucking long to get to this point. Yeah, I 100% agree. And actually before that, I should mention mm -hmm. Melio just goes into this fancy form he has and destroys all the commandments that are just chilling. Um and then, like you said, yeah, great, great way to conveniently just tidy everything up real quick. Yeah, like whatever. Um, but I, I did like Merlin and putting the smooch on Escanor. That was cool, I guess. Um, yeah. Like people, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, like, they're heartbroken in the YouTube comments, and I'm just like, shut up. Like this show sucks. My heart would have been broken if that happened like nine episodes ago. Yeah, or like two seasons, seasons ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then, Chris, now now it's like, okay, we got four episodes to wrap this thing up. Let's go. Here we go. I'm actually excited. Maybe we'll see some side characters. Mm -hmm. um, and then they begin this next, like... Well, and that's the thing, Cody. Like, I was more... I, before you even get there, not to, not to stop you cold, I was, in my head, I wasn't even thinking that. I was like, they've got four episodes left. What the fuck are they going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, because it only. I was on the opposite. I was like, they didn't need a whole another season for this. No, they didn't. They needed. They, they could have just made this thirteen episodes and wrapped it up. Yeah, now we got Zeldris is basically a good guy. He's reunited <sighs> with his chick. Um, of course, everything of course. seems fine. But then we have, like Merlin's like final wish, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna resurrect Arthur." And it's like, "Oh, okay." Let me Please let don't. me let me stop you there. So you have Please the power don't. to resurrect Arthur. You just watched the love of your life die. Mm-hmm. And you, you, this power doesn't it wouldn't have helped there. Um. Yeah, just this whole convenient. Oh yeah, by the way, I can fucking do this. Well, why didn't you do that a little while ago? Um. We get Vivian comes back. If you remember her. Yeah. She was like the Vaguely. evil girl who like kidnapped. Ill Thunder at one point. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, and then they're talking about chaos. And they talk about chaos for an, a, a little while here. Um, eventually, they goes back to the Salisbury Steak Lake here. Merlin um, it sort of, like, revives um, Arthur, and, like, the Lady of the Lake is apparently... And by the way, in Cody, Salisbury Lake, <laughs> the Lady of the Lake Queen is a Salisbury of the Hungry Man Lake. Lake. Yeah. Mm. 
But I made it pretty clear in the first couple seasons that like I like Arthur. Arthur was like my favorite. Arthur and Escanor are my two favorite characters. I really liked Arthur. And then like at this point, like I just just leave him dead. Yeah, don't drag him back into this shit show. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, he doesn't deserve this. Like he died peacefully. Let him go. Just just don't don't bring him back into this shit show. But like the problem is, I feel again, I feel so far removed that from that event happening that I, I didn't care anymore. They took too long to get to this point. Because I feel like if they're trying to wrap up this Holy War and this Demon King fight, why couldn't we have resurrected Arthur before and maybe have him be a vital part of this final operation to maybe kill the Demon King? Which they have been building that up this entire time. Yeah, like you thought Arthur was going to be the one to like, I, I don't know. I, I thought he might be the one to like, Save the town. Get, get yeah, the crown, yeah, save you know, the dude. town. Get the because we know he gets the crown. It's King Arthur, for yeah. God's sake. Um, but yeah, basically, then the Lady of the Lake, who we don't see, she's just a talking ball of water. Um, she reveals that Merlin's been hiding her true agenda from the others. We find out that Merlin, like her whole thing, was like she wanted to like bring back chaos, which chaos apparently was the creator of all. Of Every basically God, essentially, like created the demons, created purgatory, created blah 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 blah, um, and that like she was just using the seven deadly sins to like get to her goals. I did they ruined her character in the last four episodes, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah, wow. like they they that's some like real like deep digging shit. That's like a terrible <laughs> like wrestling angle. Where like it's like the triple cross that nobody gives a shit about that gets that's the that's the wrestling heel turn that just gets booed out of the fucking building. Yeah, I'll actually I'm I'm gonna read this line from the wiki page, Chris. Are you ready for this? Oh, the, uh, fire away! The Lady of the Lake reveals that Merlin manipulated the events of the Holy War to remove the supreme deity by enlisting the giant craftsman Dubs and later assembling the sins to destroy the Demon King in order to completely disrupt the deity's seal. The what? <laughs> like, sure, dude. We really took the long way to get to this point, didn't we? Like, yeah, like that's I... not a plan. That's just like, we're just we... piling a bunch of shit together and hoping it sticks. Dude, it's so bad. And then, Awful. like, they reveal that, like, Merlin was the one that actually, like, the boulder that almost crushed Elizabeth, like, that was her doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, if that was her doing, why did she save Elizabeth? Yeah. There, there is no explanation for that. Like, oh, she planned on killing Elizabeth, but then she saved Elizabeth at the same time? Because I feel like these last few episodes were just like, or whatever, I don't know if, I don't understand, I don't read the manga of this. There is a manga at this point, correct, that goes this far, right? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. God, like... This is just like extra shit that just feels tacked on, like a bad DLC, Cody. This is just a bad DLC uh, to this already <laughs> terrible game. Like, dude, I I just can't even imagine being Merlin. Okay, so she like gets this big boulder, she opens the gate to the demon world for Elizabeth and Meliodas to walk through. And then she's like, all right, I'm gonna throw the boulder down to kill Elizabeth, but instead of killing her, I'm gonna save her. Like. <laughs> Watch like, this. Like, this is your plan? <laughs> what kind of plan? Okay. Anyhow, they, like, summon chaos. I don't know. Dude, 
Arthur gets some purple eyes for a little bit, and then like his cat, who is Kath. Great cat name, by the way. Um, mm. But Kath is actually Kath Pelug. <coughs> who is... <laughs> oh, man, Chris. It's so It's bad. like Jack Garland, dude. It is. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you guys <laughs> know about Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy, like, probably we'll end up having a better plot than this shitty. Like, yes. Just horrible. Um, and Kath Pelug is an etern- <laughs> eternal embodiment of Chaos's destructive nature who only oh, protected God. Arthur so he would eat the human once he became the Chaos King in order to take power for his own. If you like this shit, you should be ashamed of yourself. So like 100% ashamed of yourself. Like Merlin fell victim to like a, a dark entity, like being like, hey, you should help me do this. And she was like, oh, okay, okay. that sounds like a great idea. Like, Stop drilling, you've struck oil, I'm in. <laughs> Merlin is like, I thought one of the smartest characters, and they just like flush all of that down the toilet. So yep. then they fight this like demonic cat for two episodes. Kill it. And the then, longest two episodes of my life. And now all the sins are like mad at Merlin, but okay with Arthur. Like it's just a horrible, like crammed in plot, um, mm-hmm. or crammed in like little like story arc. I guess you'd call this its own arc. But like, did, sure, didn't need to be there. If it was gonna be there, it should have been the whole like second half of this season. Yeah. Which it's, I mean. Maybe not. Maybe I'm, like, talking out my ass. And then maybe, like, allude to this a season or two prior so we know it's coming instead of, like, oh, shit, we, we're done with the story, but we gotta, we gotta, I guess, fill some time, so yeah, they're like, let's oh, just say something bigger was happening. Yeah, like, oh, Merlin, the smart wizard fell victim to, like, the dumbest trick in the book, and then... The old pie in the window still trick, And now we gotta Cody. fight a demonic cat whatever that created that just like... happens to be this character that was just mentioned to us <laughs> dude it's it's it is bad uh, we are talking bad like we yeah. are in the bottom of we are in cannon busters like the, yeah. <laughs> that's how far thank you for reminding me because one thing i did I, I also felt what really just added fucking salt on the wound is that this this season, this second half of the season, probably had the worst open air intro and outro of all of them. Oh yeah, like the that's like one of the things we could look forward to always with this show. Yeah, turns not out this time. Nope, it, they're both bad. Yep. Once again, the narrator he carried me through this whole chaos arc thing. I feel like by the t- I feel like by the time the show ended, the narrator just has like a drinking problem. It's <laughs> just like just hanging on for dear life. Okay, but they defeat the demon cat, and then, like, the sins are all, like, leery of Merlin. Like, Merlin's, like, kind of, like, a shitty person. They ruin Merlin's character in four episodes after building her up for literally four seasons. Yep. Um, And she acts completely out of pocket, like, just just horrible writing. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, Chris, we get to Ayers, um, the final episode of Seven Deadly Sins. Keep in mind that the movie that we're going to watch next week takes place between 23 and 24. Um, 24 is kind of like we skip forward a bit. Um, we get to see, you know, Meliodas and Elizabeth have had this child. Um, uh-huh. Who's very much like a mix of Meliodas. I mean, I, I know that's the dumbest thing, the, the obvious thing to say, but like, it looks like they just took like 
Elizabeth's hair and just put it onto like Meliodas and gave her gave him Elizabeth's like one eye. Yes. Like just the like <laughs> just like the worst children's drawing come to oh, life. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. This whole season was the animators brought their kids. It was bring your child to work day. But instead they were like, well, fuck it. Let's just put them to work, see what they can do. And this is what we got. Yeah. And so like they have their kid. um, Bon and Elaine are having a child who I believe is. Dude, I don't even remember. What's the other King Arthur guy? I can't even think of it. Doesn't matter. It just doesn't <laughs> matter. But they have their kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, what is... Who's King Arthur's, like, rival? I can't even think of it. Yeah. I've just broken... Like, the the show is... I, I can't even remember, like, regular King Arthur lore anymore. Like, that's how bad yep. this show is. Um, mm-hmm. But everybody has kids. They're rebuilding Camelot. Hawk wants to go back to Purgatory and reunite with... His brother, which he does. Mm-hmm. Um, Meliodas says he's going to marry Elizabeth. I, th- I think I already talked about that part. Yep. Um, he offers him to become the king, and he's like, nah, I'm good. Um, and then we get, like, you know, we meet Tristan, like, their kid, and he, like, mm-hmm. he thinks the seven deadly sins are, like, these evil people, and then, of course, like, they have the... Meliodas like kind of dra- kind of fools him into believing that, and then of course mm-hmm. at the end they like walk out in front of the crowd. Everybody cheers. Everybody's all happy, and like Tristan realizes that that like he wants to become like one of the sins. Like, yeah. aim higher, kiddo. <laughs> aim higher. Yeah. Um. Apparently there is another manga that might be animated about Tristan. Please God no. And. Uh, the other kid. If they other... wanted to sell us on an anime about these guys' kids, then they really played the long con on this one, dude. Yeah. Um. So that 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 is Seven Deadly Sins, Dragon's Judgment. That's about all I can talk about this show because, dude, it's just so bad. It is just. It was so bad. It just went on way longer than it needed to. Season five could have just been twelve or thirteen episodes. They could have just taken out a bunch of the filler that made zero sense and just get, cause, and that's the problem, Cody. I felt like season one told a very well paced, strong story then, but then, and then they give us like the little four episode jam, which, you know, kept us going season. And then they start getting a little long in the tooth. They start really taking their time and going around their elbow to get to their wrist, to do everything just for like, what feels like just the sake of dragging it out. Um, and oh. it just all came to a head at this season. Like this was pr- like, I genuinely think that this series as a whole is the worst series I've ever watched in my entire life. <laughs> oh man, Chris. Yeah, it's definitely up there. I just, I, I looked up uh, Arthurian, Arthurian. I can't say that word. Arthurian legend. Arthurian character. Yes. And um, Lancelot is the name I couldn't think of. I don't know why. I couldn't okay. Think of that. Um, but apparently Lancelot is the son to King Bon and Elaine. Look at that. <sighs> why? Like, how did this anime? You get you get the you get King Arthur lore, and you still mm-hmm. fuck it up. Like it's not that hard. <laughs> like, like, you get King Arthur and you get Merlin and Lancelot and. 
Tristan mm-hmm. or Dristan or however you want to call him. But, and, and then you just botch it like this? Like, I... Yeah, it was a hard botch. Like, even, even like, Fate Zero uses some, some Arthurian lore. And, like, sure. they, they do it, like, semi-justice, I would say. It's not full-blown King Arthur, but, like... It's better than this shit, I'm sure. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, man, just disappointing. It just got worse as the show went on. Um, the only bright spot that happened in, like, season two, three, whatever you consider it, is mm-hmm. Escanor. Um, yeah. And they made his death just have no impact. It fell so flat. 100%. And, like, I don't know, man. It's just just super disappointing to see, like, I remember how excited you were when we we covered the first season. Like, Mm -hmm. this was, like, your favorite fantasy anime ever. It was so good. It was so good. I was like, man, this is, like, this was Record of Lotus War good in season one. And then it just wasn't anymore. Yeah. And then it continued to get worse and worse. And, then and made... I didn't, when, Cody, when I didn't think it could get any worse, it got worse. Yeah, they made a movie. And then they made a second movie. <laughs> like, dude, I, oh my God. I just don't know, like, I don't even know why, like, when the studio changed, just stop. Just stop the show right there. Like, yep. Because then you ruined the Escanor Meliodas fight. It looked like I was watching, like, a 240p YouTube video. Yep. Of, like, a ripped, like, somebody recorded it in, like, a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, like... And that and that's about the quality of everything moving forward, honestly. Yeah, and people on like Reddit, I read some like <clears throat> just through some threads basically. Mm-hmm. And they're basically like, yeah, uh just read the manga. Um mm-hmm. but like I don't want to. No, definitely not. Like because like it, uh, sure the animation is is bad, but like like <laughs> it's like the manga readers for this show can like ignore like the horrible story being told to them. And I, I can't, like, I just won't do it. Like, I, I'm interested in reading the Promised Neverlands manga, because, like, I know that the animation, like, they the whole, that was all fucked up. Like, they fucked mm-hmm. that whole thing up. It wasn't just, like, bad animation. Like, this, they're like, yeah, that's the correct story, but there's bad animation, so read the manga instead. No, there's still bad story. Like, the story still sucks. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not interested. Like, straight up. Um. Unfortunately, we will have to cover Seven Deadly Sins Cursed by Light. Uh-huh. Just one last one last shot. Just one last shot beyond the grave. They're going to kick us while we're down. One last one. Um, it looks like it takes place six months after they defeated the Demon Cat. We went from and... the Demon King to the Demon Cat. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. We're going to be covering that next week because I am just I am ready to be done with this I cannot wait yeah I'm ready to wash my hands this could be the worst My Hero Academia season ever and I will enjoy it just full on just enjoy every bit of it Um, I'd almost rather watch Eden of the East again I would watch Eden and that's sad (laughs) I would watch Eden of the East before I watch this shit again I agree I, th- I think I actually agree. And that's bad. I'd watch Cannon Buster as well. I would, I almost think, as much as I was disgusted by it, I would watch High School of the Dead again before I watch this again. Well, now, Chris, with all, all those very powerful statements being said about all of the worst anime we've watched, um, where where are you going to put bottom. this? On? Okay. The bottom. The bottom. The very, very bottom. 
season one isn't even strong enough to save how just terrible <laughs> the show ended. Like, I feel like by the time the show is, it's one of those, like how it started versus how it's going memes. <laughs> and like season one was so strong. I agree. And season five was so bad that it just drug season one to hell with it. Yeah, I'm struggling to to try Dead and, last. to try and give this like the benefit of the doubt, but man, I just it is I can't like this is a thing that like when I hear people mention like I'm not talking to that person ever again for as long as I live. Like I don't ever want to hear anybody talking about the show ever. Like like it it is just the worst fall from grace I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I yeah, think... like it's it's a nosedive. And I dude, I hated like. Dota Dragon's Blood was boring as hell. Cannon Busters mm-hmm. didn't know like where it wanted to go. Mm-hmm. High School of the Dead, you had like fucking children just... fan service. Yeah. And then Eden of the East, you had just plot holes. Um, yeah. And this, you had all of that. You had <laughs> fan service of a children because apparently, like, dude, oh, it's just so bad. It's just so bad. Yeah, the worst, the absolute worst. Just. So it will be the new number 16 on both of our lists. Um, if we want to go ahead, I, you know, you can just shoot this one down to just <laughs> write a hundred, right? Run through a hundred and just put this at the bottom and I'll move it further down as we go. Yeah. That's probably just going to be the, 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 like what happens going forward, honestly, like real talk. I'd be embarrassed if this is like, if this was my creation and this is how I decided to end it, I would just be embarrassed. I would be like, nah, it wasn't my choice. I would try every excuse in the book to be like, no, that's not how I wanted to do it. No, not this. You know, I stopped writing it after this part. You know, I would I, I would rather, I would just not want my name associated with this shit ever, ever. Yeah, yeah it, it just, it's just such a bad last couple seasons. Like, you can blame the animation all you want. Um, but a shitty story is a shitty story. Straight. Yeah, it just took any character that I liked. Like, again, like, I can't stress enough how much I really liked Escanor as a character. But then, like, they get, like, his most impactful moment fell so flat because they didn't know how to tell a fucking story. Like, the part where you were like, oh man, what a ride we just got to experience with Escanor. That's going to get me right in the feels. It's going to, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt. I'm gonna I'm gonna be heartbroken. I'm gonna be sad. I don't want man Merlin. Merlin's like none of that shit came through. Just none of it. Yep. I just do. I I have nothing good to take away from this other than like nothing. I like I said I like the the narrator because he helped explain like what was happening. Um, yep. But man, dude, it just. It fell hard and it fell fast. And like, I don't even know any of the other anime that this like the guy that wrote the manga. He hasn't done anything else. I don't know what Blizzard Axle is. I don't know what Ultra Red is. And I don't care. I don't, I, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm never gonna like look those up. They're, oh, and the new the new show is or the new manga is Four Nights of the Apocalypse, which I have literally no interest in. I will never put it on a poll. For as nope. long as this podcast continues, until we've covered every anime in the world, yep. and we're still somehow alive, um, then maybe 
and even then, um, I just don't care. Uh, Nakaba Suzuki is his name. Um, you should probably just, sure. just retire. Like, hang it up. Put the pin down. Walk yeah. away. Um, sorry about oh, you. Man. Know when to hold him, know when to fold him, fucker. Yeah, like, my guy, you are bad at this. Um, now, Chris, with with that at the new bottom of our list, we're going to be covering Seven Deadly Sins Cursed by Light next week, which, uh. as unfortunate as that sounds, is the end end of Seven Deadly Sins, so then we can just move on. Um, Really looking yes, forward me. to every day past next Thursday. Absolutely, because <laughs> after we f- finally finish the last Seven Deadly Sins movie, we're going to go ahead and do My Hero Academia Season 5. Um, so that'll be a couple weeks. That'll be two weeks. Then we're going to cover World uh, World Mission. Um, and then after that, I believe we're going to have a poll and then... The week of Thanksgiving, we're going to be covering Spirited Away. Yep. Yeah, so we'll eventually throw that poll up that has... Oh, what was it? It was Pacific Rim the Black. Story uh, of Die. Story of Die, Dragon Quest, Shaman King, and Trigun. Yeah. And then, like you said, we decided to kind of, as like a as a group decision, we'll just do a, uh, a coverage of Spirited Away and throw that episode up on... Yep. On actual Thanksgiving On the week of day. Thanks, it'll be it'll be Thanksgiving Day when it comes out, I suppose. Yep, yep, it actually will be. That way we can enjoy that time with the family and get ready to go Black Friday shopping, all that, all that oh, fun of stuff. And uh, yeah, dude, I'm just looking forward to my hero. Uh, but Cody, what if I told you Black Friday was just the long plan by Merlin, who was seduced by chaos himself, just to you know just be my agent and take the long way around? But I want you to create Black Friday. As as the construct that's going to get us back to this point. Ugh. Uh, exactly. That's all I can Don't say. give this guy any more manga ideas here, Chris. Like, <laughs> No, nothing. I can, that's what it's going to be called, Black Friday. Like, Chris, I, I think I'd rather eat a jar of Duke's mayonnaise than, than mm. watch this. <laughs> yes, I, I would also do the same. And I, I can't think of a better way to end this this episode, Chris. I, uh, I my drinks are finished. I am out of alcohol, and I am. I'm out of, of alcohol. I'm out of patience. <laughs> I'm out of love for this show. One hundred percent. Um, but yeah, guys, kind of another gloomy episode, you know. When we don't enjoy something, we 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 kind of tell you how how it is. Like you can. Like- ex- but expect- it's like we 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 we. It's not like we just make this shit up. Like we tell you why. Like I, I'm all for like double crosses and swerves and ulterior motives. But don't like literally an episode before have her save someone who the whole time her plot was to kill, and the thing she saved her from was something that she did. It's not like she had did it, forgot about it, changed her heart kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like, like she, she... I can understand setting a trap for somebody and be like, "Oh fuck, I I can't do this. Let me save you." And be like, "I did this. This was my trap." You know what I mean? Like spill your motives out to your friends, but it's like, "Nope, we're not doing any of that." Yep, yep, yep. Oh man. What guys? Uh, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter and Facebook to participate in these polls and help us watch better shows, um, guide us Please. in the right direction. Check us out at Shonen and Suds on Facebook and Twitter, uh, as well as Podbean, of course, where we, where it, who hosts mm-hmm. our episodes. Um, I'm Cody Snodgrass. 
And I am Chris Adams. And get this seven deadly sin shit out of here. But also thank you for listening to us rant and rave.